for another Nebraska Prep Zone report. We are sponsored today by MD West One, Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care, covering greater Omaha for over 70 years. I'm your host, Jake Anderson. Joining me as always is Mike Sauter. How are you doing today, Mike? I'm doing good. Doing good. Got day baseball on. That's good. So, yeah. No, can't complain about day baseball, and we got NBA Finals tonight. I mean, it's it's a good time to be a sports fan. Yeah, a lot going on. Multiple multiple baseball games during the day and uh, NBA Finals, so that'd be fun. Well, let's dive, dive right into it here. We got a few Nebraska football walk-on offers going out in the past week um, and a walk-on commit. Um, Ashlyn Greenwood's Matthew Schuster, a few of the other offers, Creighton Prep's Alex Bullock, Elkhorn's Aiden Young, Lincoln Lutheran's Wyatt Marr, and Lincoln Southeast Tavion Thompson. Right. Um, so Schuster is a legacy, if you will. His dad, uh, Brian, played fullback in Nebraska. And he's a guy that Nebraska's been on for a while. Um, you know, um, he was at Cozad um, and then moved back to Ashland Greenwood. Um, kind of a shorter back. Remind you a lot of uh, – um, uh, why can't I think of his name? Holy cow. Just lost it. Uh, Millard West guy. Anyway, uh, remind you a lot of Brody Belt um, from Millard West, who, a Millard West grad who's a walk-on running back. That's kind of what I, I think Schuster kind of – fits or looks like um and you know it's a good it's a good fit he didn't he didn't have any other offers per se right now there's a bunch of other schools that were um kind of talking to or a handful of other schools that were talking to him but but didn't um offer yet so kind of took what he know knew and um said he had a long relationship with Kenny Wilhite the um, director of high school relations for Nebraska. He's basically the one in charge of the walk-on program or getting kids to walk on. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a nice fit. He's had a, he's had a really good start, uh, for Ashland Greenwood. They're undefeated. He's been a big part of that. And, um, so it's, it, it's a good fit. As far as Bullock is concerned, South Dakota state offered, uh, him and he has some other schools like in Northern Illinois and even Washington state. That's kind of talked to him a little bit. Um, he's a fantastic hands catcher, likely has the best hands of any wide receiver in the state. And he catches everything that's in his area. Um, he's a, a gamer. Um, it makes big plays in big situations. Um, he, he just doesn't run like that you know, four, low four, five, four, four stuff to, in order to um, kind of be that next, next level guy as far as scholarship. And that's what he's been told. Um, if Nebraska can land him as a, as a walk-on, it'd be a huge gift for Nebraska. I, um, I think the world of him and, and his work ethic, I, I think he's really good. And uh, Tavion Thompson, Lincoln Southeast, uh, outside linebacker, wide receiver. He's 6'4", 200. Um, plays kind of a that outside linebacker, but more can be dropping coverage to play safety. Uh, Big-bodied guy. I'm guessing Nebraska would like him to be an outside linebacker. Really would be, I think, a, 
a solid special team sort of contributor, obviously at first. Um, tough kid, looks great, like just, you know, looking at him from on the field or on a sideline. Uh, really good athlete too, nice basketball player, leaper, all that stuff. Uh, Aiden Young is um, the running back slash defensive back. I'm guessing probably more of a defensive back at the next level. Um, from Elkhorn, he's a he's that team's leader. His leadership qualities are huge. Um, he can he brings a lot to the table. He's super fast. I mean, one of probably one of the fastest players in the state as far as just straight line speed goes. Um, so he he'd be a nice addition if they can get it done. And Wyatt Marr, I think, is one we I personally don't know a lot about, and I don't think a lot of people do. 6'6", 255, from Lincoln Lutheran, um, has a really nice frame as to be an uh, offensive lineman. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, probably a, a offensive tackle because um, he has that height and length. Uh, you put the tape on and you can see that. Um, maybe could be a defensive end, too. I think either one or, you know, O-line, D-line, get it let him add some weight, get him up to, you know, 285 or something like that in a few years and might be, might be a guy. So Nebraska is finally um, kind of taking a while, I think, to start. It feels like it's taking a while to start kind of popping out some of those walk-on offers. Um, normally those things are, are kind of moving in the right direction a little bit faster. Schuster is the first known walk-on commit in the 2021 class. Um, meaning he's the only one we know about, um, so or that's made it public anyway. So I, you know, it's off to a good start um, if you're a Nebraska football fan, and and obviously we know Nebraska football fan likes to talk about walk-ons. So um, that's kind like of, butt of the program, as people will say. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think that that you know that's kind of proving a little bit, right? Like you, you know, you walk-ons are playing a little more, uh, a little more and a little more and a little more. Not like that's a great thing. Uh, obviously you want one every now and again to pop, but you know, if you're, you're relying on walk-ons to, uh, you know, get the job done, that that's probably not the best thing, or maybe it's just something where maybe it was a misevaluation by somebody, um, you know, some other school or, 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 or it's, you know, Nebraska did a really good job of, of evaluating kids and getting them to walk on. So it's kind of a, a mix of all that. Yeah, and we, we've seen plenty of kids get opportunities, as you noted. We've also seen a few walk-ons, you know, transfer to a smaller school where they'll get more playing time. Mm -hmm. So we've, we've seen both. But the question I have with kind of a flurry of offers going out now and, you know, likely more to come, Nebraska usually does that walk-on event a little bit later in the season where they get a few of those guys on campus and they kind of have 30 of their top walk-ons on campus. Obviously, they won't be able to do that this year. What do you think, in lieu of that, could be the plan for some of these kids? Well, I think maybe you you just do it virtually. Maybe that's what you do. Maybe you have a a, a virtual kind of Zoom thing, or if there's a way you can have, you know, maybe you don't do thirty, but maybe you do ten kids and um, kind of do it that way. It would be would likely be um, how you could do it. Um, smaller numbers and all that. I, I, I'm guessing that's maybe in the works or the plan, um, or do some sort of a 
secure live stream thing where where uh, kids can maybe ask questions and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And one other recruiting note before we get into some game previews. Uh, Lincoln Southeast, Derek Branch committed to Cornell. Bit of a smaller one there, but definitely, you know, anytime you go join the Big Red. Yeah. Um, he He's a really good athlete, too. Um, and obviously really smart because, um, you know, in order to go, go to Cornell, you, you have to. Um, you know, they, they, they don't give athletic scholarships per se, but they still need to offer you a position on the team. Um, so, uh, he, he told me that, that that was the one school that's been recruiting him the longest or the most, and he felt comfortable to get it done, had a, um, what they, what they call a blitz, um, that staff calls a blitz, which is the best they can do of kind of an official official visit or official visit. Um, and that really impressed him. So, um, you know, it probably likely plays defensive back and, and wide receiver for Southeast, uh, one of their best athletes on the field for Southeast. So it feels like a nice fit there. Definitely. And let's, let's jump right into these games because we got some good ones this week. Uh, the first one here is your Pinnacle Bank game of the week and looks like the best matchup. Class A, number eight, Gretna coming in undefeated, 5-0 and at Class B, number four, Omaha Scott, 4-1. and A good midseason battle test for both these teams. Yeah, um, you know, Gretna and Scott used to play a lot when Gretna was in Class B. Uh, the last time they played, I believe, was 2017. Um, and kind of a nice rivalry they, they had, uh, between each other. Um, you know, Gretna's five and oh for the first time since they've been in class a, which is three years. Um, they have one of the best quarterbacks in the state and he's just a sophomore in Zane Flores. Uh, that guy is, um, really, really good and, and really, um, you know, one to look out for as far as. Um, maybe potentially getting power conference level offers and whatnot. Um, what is it about his game that excites people? Well, he's, he's one, he has a bunch, he's not a bunch. He is, he's a quiet confidence quarterback, uh, which I think is a great thing. Uh, very much so in the mold uh, mentality of like a Max Duggan and Cole Payton, Max Duggan, who's a TCU and Cole Payton, the senior at, West side, they just go about their business and are confident. Throws a great ball. He's he's a stereotypical or more stereotypical pocket passer than a dual threat guy. He's not gonna, you know, pull it down and run it right now. Um, at this point, six, you know, two one eighty right now. So as his body matures, maybe he ends up running the ball a little bit more. Um, throws a great ball. Mechanics are great. Uh, footwork is is great. Uh, just has that next level kind of feel. Um, not a lot of not a lot of guys just you just kind of know right when you see it. Not a not a lot of guys are like that. There obviously isn't very many uh, power conference quarterbacks that come out of Nebraska very often, and and he I believe is um, is likely to be in. The, he's for sure in the conversation, and and I think likely going to eventually get an offer from from somebody. What yeah, is, what does yeah. Scott need to do here? Well, I mean, really, just control the ball. Um, I mean, do what Scott does: play solid defense, try and 
uh, limit Gretna's possessions. Um, Flores has almost 1,200 yards passing in five games. He's averaging to just under 240 yards passing a game. Um, they do run it decently well, uh, kind of a mix of a bunch of guys. Um, you have uh, Nathan Menarek is, a, is their leading rusher, just over 200 yards. Um, but what they, what they really excel at is throwing the football. Um, and that's two seniors for them in uh, Trevor Marshall and Jackson Alexander that are, have, have great seasons. They both have six touchdowns, I believe, and um, Marshall has over 500 yards receiving, and Alexander has over 400 yards receiving right now. Um, so those, that's, that's the key. Like, how do you stop those two senior um, wide receivers on the outside? and a really good quarterback throwing it to them. And, and a way to do that is just do what Scott does, run the ball, uh, limit their possessions, play solid defense, um, you know, run Barrett Liebentritt has had a really nice year. He's probably one of the more underrated guys, I think, um, this year. He, he's had a great year for Scott. Uh, a lot of people are just talking about Scott now they had the guys transferring in or the three, only three guys transferring in. Um, to Scott after OPS canceled. And one of those guys is Sam Scott, who uh, is one of the better seniors in the state. Uh, but Liebentritt's a, a really nice player and um, linebacker can play some running back. Um, so I, I think, I think it's a, it's a pretty fun matchup um, kind of going back to, you know, when they used to play each other and class B stuff. And I think a lot of people still think of Gretna as a class B school. Uh, but I, I do think that it'll be it'll be kind of an exciting game. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, and I know that. Definitely. Our next matchup, Class A, number nine, Millard North, one and three at number one, Omaha Westside, coming in five and oh. Westside is rolling this year. <laughs> As we expected, um, you know, they're um, – Obviously, Cole Payton leads the way, but they have Avante Dickerson. Kate Haberman's one of, one of, if not the best, linemen in the state. Both sides, plays both ways. Um, uh, Avante Dickerson is an athlete that you get the ball in his hands. He can uh, run by you at a, at a running back, or he can just run past any defensive back, and Cole Payton's good enough to throw him football. Um, so that certainly is a thing. Um, It'll be interesting. Ben Radish is a really good linebacker for them, and he'll likely have a really big night, I'm guessing, um, as far as, uh, you know, stopping that uh, option running attack that Miller North has. Miller North had to come back to win their one game they've had. They, they play the toughest schedule, man. Their, their schedule is extremely difficult, um, which, you know, I, I guess you're Miller North. That's what you expect. You don't want to get a bunch of layups, right? So, um, uh, acquaintance at, at at quarterback is a really tough player. Um, I like him as an athlete. He's, he's a really good athlete. Just going to be a matter of can the West Side uh, defense kind of limit possessions and can Miller North just be patient enough to get three and a half yards of play and run the ball. It's going to be really hard because 
um, that defense at, at Westside's good. And if they get, get behind, how, how patient are you in the run game? Let's say, it, let's say it's 10 or 14 to nothing real quick. What, what do you do, right, if you're Miller North? They, they can't play from behind. Um, it, it's going to be a tough road to hoe for Miller North to, to pull that one out, I think. Well, no, I mean, as we, as we saw, Miller North can play from behind, but against, it was against a team not nearly as good as yeah. the Warriors, and so that, that adds an extra bit of a challenge here. Um, it'll be Tyson, an interesting – Tyson Yonk is a really nice player for Miller North, too. When, you know, watching, him, watching him play against Lincoln East, he had a nice game, caught a touchdown pass, and uh, is, is a pretty tough kid. So, um, you know, I, they're just going to have to – limit possessions i mean that's basically i think um they're obviously their way to win that game interesting contrast of styles Very. um our next matchup number three millard south three and one at lincoln pius the 10th two and three good test for millard south uh yeah i i would say it's a decent test you would you would expect um millard south to come out with the win pius hasn't been great this year um they haven't been terrible um but but obviously haven't been great had a rough start um two and three right now uh but i i believe they won two in a row um and you know that's great no they haven't sorry they but they did beat north star lost to gretna 35 to three uh beat lincoln high lost to grand island lost to lincoln east it's going to be a tough matchup for Pius to, to pull that one out. Right? Millard South is really good. Yes, they lost, but they did get that week off to maybe get some things righted or corrected. Um, you know, maybe kind of get a little break there. They, they, had a, they had a tough start to the year as far as schedule-wise was concerned and, and probably got humbled a little bit by Bellevue West, even though they did put up 30 points against a really good Bellevue West defense. So, you know, you'd, you'd expect that one to to go in Millard South's favor, but you never know. Pius is always going to bring their lunch pail type of kids and, and, and work hard. So we'll see. And then we have number six, Creighton Prep, two and two, traveling to number 10, North Platte, undefeated thus far at 4-0. Oh. Yeah. Um, I – you know, prep coming back in the fashion that they did was incredible. Um, something um, I obviously wish I was there to see that because that is, that's something you'll likely never see. Um, but North Platte is undefeated. Um, you know, we're supposed to play Bellevue West, which maybe would have been their one hiccup, uh, but that game didn't happen. Um you know, they have a, a really good back, and Cody Wright is a senior that has 560 yards or something like that. Um, they're going – North Platte's going to try and just run the ball and pound it at Prep. Not sure that's going to maybe work. Um, prep seems to has, have figured some things out. They have started really slow the last two games, though, obviously, last week with the big comeback they had. They've started really slow, um, you know, against Southeast and, and against Millard West. And so they're going to need to not start slow, particularly on defense, kind of uh, get a, maybe hope to get a little bit of a lead like everyone does. And, uh, and, and they've gotten A.J. Rollins involved a lot, which is good, and Alex Bullock. So um, 
moving Sam Sledge to the inside as far as line play is concerned is, has been a benefit, I think, too. I, I, he's fantastic, uh, really good athlete. So, um, I, you know, I, I expect, um, you know, North Platte maybe to run at A.J. Rollins if he's playing, you know, on the defensive end side, which he normally does, um, and, and see if he can stop the run. And it seems like Creighton Prep is doing a little bit more up-tempo, hurry-up on offense, trying to get things moving a little bit quicker. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it, it seems to have been working for them. So um, it, it totally, totally seems to have been working. Our last matchup, Class B battle, number two, Norris, 4-1, and one, traveling to number eight, Plattsmouth, 5-0. and oh. Are we going to find out if Plattsmouth is for real, undefeated against a tough Norris team? Yeah, we are. Um, this is <laughs> this is their toughest test of the year. Um, kind of like Gretna, you know, they, the schedule was lighter at the beginning of the year, and then kind of now we're pushing to where they're they're playing tougher teams at the at the back end here. Um, Christian Manessas has put up huge numbers for Plattsmouth this year. They want to run the ball, and they want to run the ball uh, between the tackles and even. You know, straight up the middle. They, they want to attack uh, like that. Um, and uh, Norris has on offense has obviously they have CJ Hood, who's a really good wide receiver. Uh, James Carney, a tight end slash wide receiver, uh, is really good as well. So I I I expect that game to be maybe a low scoring game, maybe in the twenties or twenty one seventeen or twenty one ten or something like that. Um, Norris, I think is the favorite just because Plattsmouth, you know, as the saying goes, hasn't played anybody yet. So not like they haven't played anybody, but obviously, you know, not the top or what are considered to be the top teams in B. We'll see if Plattsmouth can be one of them. And, um, Christian Manessas is going to have to have a really big night if, if they're going to pull that one off. Should be another good week of games. You'll be at Gretna Omaha Scott for the Pinnacle Bank game of the week. And the rest of the Any Prep Zone crew will have you covered across the board. Until next time, thanks for listening. As the official team doctors for high school and college teams across greater Omaha, MD West One Sports Med doctors can get you back into the game stronger than ever. Meet the Sports Med team at mdwestone.com or call 402-390-4111.